Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the West Side Lions. We are back with another podcast. We are so excited. We're a week away from the draft. We're almost there, and we're doing our final mock drafts for the Detroit Lions. We're almost there. We're almost to the home stretch. Next week is the big game, so we're going to talk about our final picks that we want so we can finally just get done talking about it. So to start us off real quick, let's get to our introductions. I am your host, Ben Miller, here at the Westside Lions Podcast. With me, as always, I've got Jake Krieg here. Jake, how are you doing this fine Friday? I'm doing great. How are you? Oh, man, I'm loving it. Loving the day, loving the weather we're getting, so I'm not not doing too bad. Uh, here as well as we have Austin, the one-handed man, is back. How are you today, Austin? Hey, I'm doing great, Ben. Hanging in there. Good. Good. I don't want to waste too much time on, on uh, small talk. I want to get right into it here because we've got a very jam-packed episode for you all. We've got, we're, we have each done a, a three-round mock draft. We have two different scenarios of three-round mocks. We're each going to go through our scenarios. We're going to, as a collective group, give um, give the grade that we would give for that draft scenario. And then if we have time, we're going to try to do one final mock together to send us off into draft week. So let's get right into it. I'm going to start us off just to throw us off here so we can see how it's going to go. So I have two scenarios. I have one scenario with the Detroit Lions where they stay at pick seven with their first round. So at pick seven for our first mock draft, I have the Detroit Lions taking wide receiver Jalen Waddell out of Alabama. With pick seven, we take Jalen Waddell out of Alabama. We've talked about him a lot. He's a great player to add into our team. We need wide receiver depth. So that is what I do with pick seven. At pick 41 and the second round, I have the Detroit Lions taking edge rusher Jason Owa out of Penn State. This guy is super raw. He's one of the most athletic edge players in this draft, and most likely he's not going to get to our, our pick in the second round. He did drop to us here in this mock draft, so I took him. He would be a great player to you know build our young defense on because he is raw. He's not going to come in and be a starter right away. He's got something we can build and coach, and then he can be a great player ongoing for us. And then in our third round, we have two picks in the third round. With my first pick in the third round of the NFL draft, I have the Detroit Lions taking linebacker Jabril Cox out of LSU. We've talked about the LSU linebacker Jabril Cox multiple times. He's a great compliment to Jamie Collins. I'm not sure he gets to this draft spot in the real draft, but again, he fell to us at round three. That's a great value for him, and it's a big position of need. So I grabbed Jabril Cox with our first pick in the third round with our second pick in the third round at pick 101. I have us taking quarterback Kellen Mond out of Texas A&M. We've talked about how quarterback is not the biggest need right now for the lions. However, Kellen Mond could still be somebody who sits behind Jared Goff. He's a good backup for now. It'll also give him a chance to prove himself for when Jared Goff is no longer a quarterback. So it's not we're not wasting a first-round pick on a guy who's going to sit for a while, and it's a good value pick for that position, but a little bit later on. 
So with those picks, with Jalen Waddell, first round, Jason Owe, Jabril Cox, Kellen Mond for my three-round mock draft, what are your draft grades for this scenario? I'll start with Jake. Give us give us a letter grade. I mean, I love it. I'd, I'd give it an A- minus for sure. Um, the one pick I have a little um, – I'm not. I'm not mad about it. It's just, it's just a little questionable for me. But I love him. It's Jason Owa. Um, I mean, edge rusher isn't our top need right now. But I totally understand it. He's great talent. So I'd give it a, uh, a minus. I really like it. Okay. Perfect. Austin. Any disagreements? Anything to change with that? Uh, I'll give it a. I'll go with a B plus. And I think you know why I I still don't agree with taking a quarterback in this draft. Okay. All right. So we are now at that one. Our My first scenario is done. This is now second scenario. Start us off with this trade scenario. The Lions trade back to pick nine with the Denver Broncos, and they pick up pick nine and the third rounder that the Broncos have this year for the Detroit Lions pick number seven. So at pick number one, which is now pick nine in this draft, I have the Detroit Lions selecting offensive tackle Rashawn Slater. Offensive tackle Rashawn Slater is who we pick at pick nine. He is a great tackle. He's argued as even one of the best tackles in this draft class, he's, he's argued as the best even over Penny Sewell sometimes. Um, th- that would solidi- almost completely solidify our offensive line. We have an elite line just right there with Rashawn Slater. Now, with our second round pick, I have the Detroit Lions taking at pick 41, wide receiver Rondell Moore. Again, wide receiver is such a big need for us. We have a huge need at wide receiver. This is a great guy who can play in the slot. He's fast. He's twitchy. He can also bring in a ball, though. He's not just a a slot guy. So an overall great player. He's argued as some as being the fourth wide receiver in this draft class, and we got him at second round. So I think that's a great pick there. Then our first third-round pick out of the three that we now have with our trade with our first third round pick, I have Quinn Mirnez, Mirnez, um, who is an offensive lineman who most people don't know who he is, but he put out a great video of him working out like out in the woods, kind of like a Rocky videotape where he's just like working it. He's picking up like big old logs and stuff. I mean, this kid is great. And with this pick, our offensive line done, you're set. You're completely set at all of your positions on offensive line for many years, even not even just for a couple for many years. You are now set at your offensive line. Now with my second pick in the third round, I have us taking safety, Richie Grant. Richie Grant is also another player who is touted as some of the top talent for that position group and safety. You're going to start to see some of those great safeties come out late first round into the second round and getting a player like Richie Grant in the third round would be a great value. So I have a sticking Richie Grant with my second third round pick. Then with my last third round pick, I have us taking 
defensive tackle Jalen Twyman. Jalen Twyman is a little bit of a reach here just because defensive lineman is not great in this draft class. There's not any wonderful defensive tackles in this in this draft class. However, we need to still get a little bit more help with the pressure in the middle of the defensive line. So that's kind of where my my thoughts are with this. I still think it's a great pickup, even though it's a little bit of a reach. Um, Jake, let's start with you. What do what are, what are you grading out for this um, with this draft? Um, I'd say a solid B. Um, I like the trade. It's a good trade, but um, uh, your Rashawn Slater pick. I I love Rashawn Slater. I think he's a great po- prospect. Um, I think he'd be great for our offensive line. Um, that's a solid pick. Um, but. It, I still see us needing wide receiver more right now. That's just my opinion. Um, your second round pick was good. Um, uh, you, um, who is the offensive lineman you said again in the third round? Quinn Meaners. Okay. Meaners. Yeah, I remember meaner, seeing his, meaners. <laughs> I remember seeing his name before. And um, but if you haven't, if you've watched Good Morning Football, they have that. They had that guy on there about five times. They love him. So he is such a fun guy. He is so cool. Such a great character fit too. Yeah, but I I, I like I like the pick. It really solidifies the offensive line. But I don't know if taking two offensive linemen this draft is necessarily what we need to do. But I mean, I understand it. Um, I like the trade. I like getting the extra value. So I'd say it's a solid B draft. I just feel like there are some positions that we could have took instead other needs we could have took instead but i really do like the draft and i'd be fine if we did that okay so let me real quick just ask you this so we hear it all the time about you've got to build in the trenches especially when we're doing a rebuild of a team you got to build from your trenches defensive line and offensive line you know where what other position would you have wanted to go with rather than like let's just say slater if if we move back to Pick nine. Um, I, I, a wide receiver of the top three would probably be available. I'm assuming, right? Was it was was it's it's Waddle possible, but at that Smith? yeah, it, it's possible, but at that point, you're assuming Jamar Chase is gone. Probably, yeah, you're maybe yeah. you're maybe thinking maybe one more is gone. So you might get Waddle, you might get Smith. However, you know, I still was able to get Rondell Moore in the second round, so you're still able to get... That's a great selection, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're still able to get the wide receiver help and offensive tackle. If you're going to get an elite offensive tackle, you have to get them in the first round. That's about, yeah. you know, all your... That's the value of offensive tackle is you're going to get the best ones in the first round. You can still great. You can still get great wide receivers in later rounds. However, offensive tackle, you can really only get in early rounds, which is why I went Slater because I'm able to trade back and still get great value. Yeah, I understand that, yeah. All right, Austin, what's your grade on this one? Um, I think, again, I'm going to go with a solid B+, maybe B. Um, I agree with Jake's comments on I, I don't think we need two offensive tackles in this draft. Um, one was offensive tackle, one was interior offensive line. Oh, sorry. Um... Yeah, I I still don't think we need two offensive linemen. Um, 
I mean, I love the I so love the me, Rashawn Slater pick. You, let me ask you this real quick. Let me ask you this real quick. Do you think that Halapulivati Vaitai is our answer at right guard? No, absolutely not. But he will do for I mean, the year. Well, then wouldn't you? Okay, he might do for the year. But then wouldn't you want a guy that's young that can be kind of like a Jonah Jackson, where even if you know you're still keeping Halapulivati Vaitai this year, you can kind of learn, and then next year. Meaners is is your starter, and your starters are Decker, uh, Ragnow. You've got um, Jonah Jackson, Meaners, and then if this is the scenario, Slater. I mean, that's super young, and you have elite offensive linemen. Because I just I'm not convinced about Vitae. I still think that's a need, even though we have him. I completely agree, and. I guess on my end, it's hard to argue against it, too, because really anybody you take in this draft that'll be a good starter is sure. you know, going to help this team tremendously. So <coughs> so um, what do you guys think about like the later uh, third-round picks, though, like Richie Grant and Jalen Twyman? Are you guys, especially with Twyman, like that might be a little bit of a reach, but I, I, I think that the value of defensive tackle is not deep in this class, and if you like a guy, you got to go get him. I love Richie Grant. I think he's one of the top safeties in this draft. I would even say, like, top three maybe. Um, this safety class isn't that deep, though. But And then Jalen Twyman, we've talked about him a lot on this podcast. We we love Jalen Twyman. He, he's like a he's like a Aaron Donald type of build. He just mm-hmm. attacks the quarterback, and... And he's not that ranked that high, so we could definitely get him in the third, maybe even fourth round. So yeah, right. Okay, all right. So overall, would you rather do scenario one or scenario two? Just real quick, just one or two, Jake. One. Austin. Two. All right, all right. So let's move it on now. Let's move over to Austin. Let's do yours next. Uh, I'll let you read off both of yours. Okay, so my option one is sort of two options in one. Um, both at pick number seven, it's either Penny Sewell or Rashawn Slater. So I'm fine with either one of them. And then at 41... Elijah Moore, wide receiver out of Mississippi. Um, at 72, Jamin Davis, linebacker, Kentucky. And then at 101, Jamar Johnson, safety out of Indiana. Okay. Um, I'll start with this one. One, if we could get Jamin Davis in the third round, that's – that's the biggest steal. I've seen many, many um, pro football people who are draft analysis, draft analysts saying he's not making it past first round. Yeah. So if he falls to third round, I mean, by all means, we have to take him. So that's an amazing value. I'm I'm in love with Penny Suell or Rashawn Slater, so I, I like that as well. Um, I I'm not. Set was Elijah Moore. Was that the wide receiver you took? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sold on Elijah Moore. Um, 
I haven't done a ton of research on him though, so I mean he's a good slot. That one I'm not a hundred. Yeah. Which we need. So I'll, I'd give it. Yeah, I'd give it like a. Oh, I'll I'll give it an I'll give it a B plus. I think. I would love it, especially gets the the B plus for value if we can get Jamin Davis that that late. <coughs> um. Otherwise, I I like the picks for the most part for sure. Jake, what about you? I agree with Ben here. I would also say B plus. Um, but I disagree with Ben. I really like Elijah Moore. I think he did great at Ole Miss, and um, if he was on Detroit, I think he'd he'd have a shot to be our number one receiver. So yeah, I I really liked your draft. It's just I don't think Jamin Davis is gonna fall to the third round because I've heard a lot about him going to possibly the first round. So mm-hmm. it's it's whether if it happens, which it probably won't. If we're just gonna be honest. Um, I could see Jabral Cox falling, though, possibly. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. And basically, all of my drafts I've done, you know, Jamin Davis and Jabril Cox have always been available in the third round. So, I don't know any, you know, software on the, you know, whatever website then or whatever. But, I mean, yeah, it's possible he could fall, and it's, you know, totally possible he goes in first round, too, so... And that's the thing with like the draft is players that you would never think are going to fall, fall. And then some that you're sitting here thinking, you know, that you can probably get them second round, third round or undrafted Jelani Tavai. <laughs> you'll get them in the second round. Um, it's just, uh, yeah, it's, it's an interesting thing to see. So, I mean, odd scenarios like that do happen. So I'm, uh, it was a good, good scenario. You have another one for us then also? Yep. Uh, so right. option two. I took Jamar Chase at number seven. Um, in the second round at 41, I took Dylan Raddins, tackle from North Dakota State. And then I repeated with the 72 and 101. I took Jamin Davis and Jamar Johnson. Wow. All right. Um, I'll give this one... An A minus because I love Jamar Chase. He'd be a wonderful receiver for us. Still getting a tackle early. However, the level of tackle that you're going to get in that area is not as high as Penae Sewell. So it's going to be a guy who's fighting for first, um, but still could be somebody who's who makes a decent impact on our team. And then we've talked about the later ones. So, um, yeah, I'd say A- minus for sure. Jake? Um, I'd say a solid A if that were to happen. I don't see Jamar Chase falling to us at pick seven. But if that were to happen, that'd be an A draft. And Jamar Chase, selecting Jamar Chase would definitely be a huge contribution to that pick. I do like Dylan Rad- uh, Raddins. Um, I... I'm a little iffy if he's going to fall to us, which he probably will, but um, I think there's other tackle talent we could have selected there, but it's a solid pick. Um, I'd, I'd grade it an A if it were to happen. All right. So, Jake, I'll start with you. Option one or option two? Option two for sure. I will go with option one. I think solidifying that offensive line would be the smartest move. All right, Jake, 
send it over to you. Options one and two. Here we go. All right. For option one, I decided to take with pick seven, Micah Parsons. I've heard Whoa. a lot of yeah. Wow. But so here, I've heard a lot of talk recently about us um, communicating with the Detroit Lions, communicating with Micah Parsons recently, and that he's definitely a top option for us. So I feel this as more of a the realistic mock draft of the two. But um, I could see us selecting Micah Parsons, and if uh, we believe that he's been matured and he's ready to be in the pros, then heck yeah, we'll take him. I'd love for to have Micah Parsons. And then in the second round, I take in another guy I love, Rondell Moore, wide receiver from Purdue. Mm. He's fast. Mm. He's a little smaller, but I really don't care about size. Um, mm-hmm. He he did great at Purdue, except for last season, which COVID and etc. But he, mm-hmm. he's a great wide receiver, and it would definitely fill a huge need we need at wide receiver. Um, and in third round, with my first third round pick, I take another guy that I love, Ifitu Melifonwu, cornerback mm-hmm. out of Syracuse. I mm-hmm. am so high on this guy. I I love Ifitu. He did he his uh, two seasons ago. He did not do great at cornerback, but he wanted to boost boost his draft stock, and he played. Lights out for Syracuse. Um, I saw an interview on Good Morning Football with him, and he's a great guy. He has a great personality. He wants to compete, and I feel like his type of mentality with a, our, our Detroit Lions team would be great. And cornerback is a need for us, so I think he'd pair great with Amani and Jeff Okuda. Um, and then my with my last third-round pick, I kind of took um, who is the best – available in my opinion and I took Jay to feel um, a defensive tackle from USC although defensive line isn't our like biggest need right now I love Jay to feel I think he's a big guy who could definitely um, stop the run I I love him out of USC and I think he'd be great for us Um, maybe eventually getting a starting spot like that's how well I think he is Hmm. okay um, I loved all of the picks except for Jay Tufele. Okay. Just because he's, he's more of a nose tackle. Mm-hmm. And we've got, um, while we did just let Danny Shelton go, so it could be a need. Um, I kind of like what, um, Penasini showed last year and he would kind of serve the same role that Penasini would. And I'm not sure if I'd want to spend another pick on a, on a nose tackle when we've got a young guy that we're still trying to figure out what we've got. Um, but if they think that nose tackle is another uh, need for us, I, I think that that could be a decent one. So I would overall give this draft. Oh goodness. So we Parsons, Rondell Moore. Um, I'd give it an, I gotta give it a B, man. Um, and here's the reason why: the value pick of Parsons at seven is just if when you're rebuilding, you have to do value for your picks. And while Michael Parsons might be a great player, there's still issues and concerns with his character. The value of that position even is not in the top. 10 
value for an NFL draft. I've seen multiple drafts and I've seen multiple multiple different ones where he's still there in the teens, in the in the mid teens he's still there. So if if you're taking Parsons that early, that's a little bit of a flag to me because of I feel like you could get better value at that pick staying at seven. If we were to trade back, I would have loved it a lot more, but just staying at that and picking Parsons, I'd give it, I'd give it a B. Yeah. I liked the other picks though, but the talent would definitely be a payoff if he's matured and the Detroit Lions have been talking with him a lot. So I do think he he's matured if we're talking with him. Cause I think we have a good coaching staff and front office that knows what they're doing. So yeah. All right, Austin. What's your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm kind of with you on that one, Ben. Um, I, I mean, and the fact that I there's some wide or sorry, there's linebacker depth that'll be available later in the draft too as well. I mean, as we saw with, I mean, I saw Jamin Davis and you know Jabril Cox, and then um, who's the guy out of Ohio State? Hilliard. Baron Browning. Baron Browning. Yeah, so I mean, there's there's quite a few that'll still be available later, so I'd have to go with probably a B. Well, give us your give I, us your second one. <laughs> I think my second draft will make up for it. I think it will. <laughs> so okay, let's at hear pick it. seven, I have a selecting Kyle Pitts, tight end out of Florida. Boom, A plus. <laughs> And here's oh, why. Oh, shut it, Ben. He's a tight end. We already have one. But he's the type of build. It has the speed. It has the catching ability. Just possibly switch to wide receiver. Or we could run a two tight end scheme. Just talking about Kyle Pitts just makes me excited. He may not fall to us, but if he does, I'd be totally fine with taking him. I love Kyle Pitts. He has the potential to be the best tight end of all time, in my opinion. And with our set, with the second round pick... You guys like offensive linemen. I like offensive linemen. This team could use an offensive tackle to help for the future. I like Liam Eichenberg from Notre Dame. He was mm-hmm. a solid starter, and considering Notre Dame's past with offensive linemen and how well they've been in the NFL, just look at Quentin Nelson. They've they've hit it out of the park with offensive linemen, so I trust that Liam Eichenberg will be a day-one starter. And with my first third-round pick, I'm taking a wide receiver I really like out of Western Michigan, Dwayne Eskridge. He mm. will be. I do think he'll be there in the third round. And if he is, we gotta take him. He he played lights out for Western Michigan, and I think he could be a day one starter for Detroit. And c- considering wide receiver is considered our biggest need. And with our last third-round pick, this is a guy I really like, and he used to be graded as a first-round pick. He slid to a fourth-round pick now, but I reached for him. Dylan Moses, linebacker out of Alabama. I love him. He did not play good last season, but previously he's played lights out, and I think our defensive coordinators and linebackers coach could really help build him. And I just I like this draft. How do you guys feel? Start us off. Oh, man. Um... I am so torn on this draft. Uh, I mean, Ben knows I've 
I've just been so against tight ends in the in the first round. And we have TJ Hawkinson and we have Hill. And so I'm like, man, do we really need another tight end? But I mean the fact of being able to have Hawkinson and Pitts on the offense out on the field at the same time would be amazing. Ooh. Yeah. And I I really like your other picks too, taking an offensive tackle. We really need that. I would have to go with a very solid A. All right. I also am going to give it an A. Um, I'm actually a little bit mad because I had a draft that was actually even better than this one, but I didn't do it because I didn't believe Kyle Pitts was going to fall to us. <laughs> no such so thing I got rid a of draft it. better than this one. I got rid of it because I had I had, <laughs> I had us taking Kyle Pitts, and then I also had us taking Terrace Marshall in the second round and then getting some amazing players in the later rounds. But So in the same reason that I would have liked that one, I love this draft because Kyle Pitts, you can't think of him as just a tight end. He's yeah. a pass catcher. He can line up as a <coughs> wide receiver. He's going to be amazing wherever you put him, whether it's tight end or wide receiver. He can block, he, too. Yep, mm -hmm. he's got great hands. He's he's amazing. Um, in the slot, you can push him out just like Travis Kelsey is. He runs the same kind of role as Travis Kelsey, but people are projecting he might do it better than him. Um, so it's a different role than what TJ Hawkinson does. And so he's not taking over – you know, he's not shadowing one player um, – and then also getting Dwayne Eskridge later on, I think then your pass catch, your pass catching group for the Lions goes from one of the worst to easily top ten in the NFL then, um, which would be great, uh, especially with Jared Goff. You want to give him weapons, and you did that, and you still solidified the offensive the offensive line for the most part. So the offense is looking good. Um, the linebacker, we're not 100% sure with Dylan Moses, but... I like him. You know, yeah, you can't be 100% sure with all of your players once you start getting past, you know, first and second round. Yeah. You're going to start after taking some some uh, risks on some players. And I think if you're going to do it, I mean, he did show off big time a couple of years ago. So uh, it would be interesting to see for sure. So I'd, I would give this one a solid A for sure. I think it's uh, some good players there. So I think we know which one you guys uh, prefer more. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say I would say option two for sure. I agree. All right. all right, so it looks like we've still got a little bit of time left. We've done all of our mock drafts that we've done. So we have a little time left. We're going to do one final mock draft as the three of us to come to one concisest, one, cons one final conclusion. I can't conclusion. even speak. Well, I was going to say we're all going to have um, – one cons I can't even say it. We're gonna just have one on. we're gonna have one draft. We're gonna have one draft. That's it. Uh, so just just drop it. Just drop it. I'm right, never gonna go. let you forget this. Well, I'm gonna think of the word later and then I'm just gonna text you guys because yeah, okay. it's really irritating to me that I can't think of it. Okay. So um we're gonna I'm gonna start the draft here. I'm not gonna share my screen or anything just because it takes too much time. I'm just gonna start through this. Um so overview we have 
first few picks, Trevor Lawrence off the board, one, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, then Kyle Pitts, two, Falcons, Jamar Chase, and then Jalen Waddell is gone as well. Um, so now at pick seven, we did have a couple players or a couple teams that were wanting to trade with us. We can try to trade if we'd like. Um, if there's a team that you want to try to trade with, we can do so. Um, otherwise, the top players available are Trey Lance, Penny Sewell, Rashawn Slater, um, and then I think that's about as low as I'm going to go with players that are available currently at pick seven. What do you guys want to do, trade or pick one of the players? Sewell. I, I say trade because we could get great value out of that. Right. But so if not Austin, to trade, I'd I, say Trey Lance. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I know. I know Austin. You're a big. I know you're a big fan of um, of Penny Sewell or Slater. We could trade back to nine, and one of them are still going to be available. Would you? I'd be fine with that. Do that. You're thinking. All right. So let's try trading back to nine. We're going to get our trade out to the Broncos. We're going to offer them first round. And then we're going to take their third round pick this year. And the Broncos have accepted our offer. The Broncos have taken Trey Lance. Then um, Carolina took Penny Sewell. So now our top player is Rashawn Slater. Are we all okay with taking Slater? Two thumbs up. No, I would rather have Devontae Smith, personally. Um, Heisman Trophy winner. I would not. So Rashawn Slater, okay. it is. Oh yeah, <laughs> fine. The value is just there. Devonte Smith has some worries, and I don't know if his value is right there at pick eight or Micah I mean, Parsons. Pick, pick nine. No. Again, I'm not sold on either one of those two. Rashawn Slater is is a for sure thing. All right, so now we're we are getting to our second pick. In round two, at pick 41, uh, Jamin Davis just came off the board at 36, just so everyone is aware. <laughs> All right, here is what our top players are currently. Travis Etienne, Clemson, running back. Javante Williams, running back out of North Carolina. Terrace Marshall out of LSU, wide receiver. He's available. Yes. Um, Rondell Moore out of Purdue, wide receiver, is still available. I'm assuming... Since we went offensive tackle first round, are we all on board to take a wide receiver in second round? Yeah, I'm yep. fine with either Marshall or Moore. All right, Marshall or Moore, either one of you have a preference? I have a preference of Rondell Moore. Okay. Ooh, I was going to say Marshall, but we can do – I was so, going to say Marshall too, but – So let, let's real quick debate it. So we don't really have – after this year, we don't really have a outside tall guy to go get it. Um, we can still get fast guys that are, you know, quick slot guys. I think that's more of what Rondell Moore does. Terrace Marshall is more of the outside player. Um, but I'm fine with either one, so I'll let you guys decide. I like Rondell Moore's more speed and catching ability. I think he's a great guy, uh, guy to have. But okay. I'm fine with Terrace Marshall, though. Austin? Terrace Marshall, Rondell Moore. I I still would choose Terrace Marshall. Okay, then we're going to do Terrace Marshall 2v1. <laughs> All right, we're moving on now to round three. We're slowly getting there. <clears throat> All 
Oh, I didn't realize Asante Samuel Jr. was still available. I might have taken him. Snooze, you lose. Uh, apparently. All right, so we're getting into third-round pick. We have a pick back-to-back -back because the Broncos picked right after us in the second round, and we, I mean third round, and we take theirs as well. So third round, we have top players as Brevin Jordan, tight end out of Miami, Quinn Meaners, interior offensive lineman. We have Richie Grant, safety out of UCF. We have Dwayne Eskridge, wide receiver. Uh, we've got Pete Werner, linebacker out of Ohio State. Um, is there a specific position you guys are looking at at this point? Uh, I mean, defense. Defense? Um, I'm fine personally uh, with uh, um, Richie Grant and Pete Werner. That's what I prefer. Yeah, I'd say do that back-to-back. -back. Okay, I'll do Richie Grant. And then... So you guys want Pete Werner out of out of Ohio State? Yeah. He'd be the top linebacker available right now, right? I'm looking at what. So they have a couple decent linebackers. Pete Werner is right now the one that's top ranked, but there's Chaz Surratt. He's available out of North Carolina. Cameron McGrone out of Michigan. Dylan Moses is still available. Monty Rice. Um, are you guys still set with Pete Werner? I like Dylan Moses more, but I mean, that's a reach. I, I kind of like Chaz Surratt a little bit more, but that's just me. I'd prefer Pete Warner. I'm good with whatever. Austin? I'd say Pete Warner. Okay, then we are going to take Pete Warner. All right, and then we've got one pick left in the third round. And we are slowly getting there. Just review over our picks so far. We've got Rashawn Slater, offensive tackle, wide receiver Terrace Marshall Jr., safety, safety Richie Grant, linebacker Pete Werner. And at our pick 101, ooh, Dwayne Eskridge just got off the board. Darn. All right. Um, at pick 101, our top players available are Kenneth Gainwell, rain, running back out of Memphis, Kellen Mond, quarterback out of Texas A&M, Trey Sermon, running back out of Ohio State. Jay Tufele, interior defensive lineman, USC. Kyle Trask, quarterback out of Florida. Um, Jalen Twyman, he's, it's again, a little bit of a reach, interior defensive lineman. Who are the wide receivers um, available? Yeah. Wide receivers are uh, Jeterius Atwell out of Louisville. Yeah. Frank Darby, wide receiver out of Arizona State. Seth Williams out of Auburn. Those are the next higher, next highest wide receivers. Where's I like Nico Seth Collins Williams. ranked? Uh, Nico Collins, I believe, already went. Nico Collins, he did. where are you at? Yep, I think he was second round. Um... did you go nico collins i just saw you yeah i know he's already taken though his stock has really gone up wow mm -hmm. i like seth williams but i'd probably go with kellen mond or kyle trask but personally kellen mond good Austin, quarterback what are your option. thoughts i still don't want to take qb 
I would lean wide well, receiver. My if Goff doesn't do well, what do we do? 2v1. Kellen Mond is our final pick <laughs> in the third round of the NFL draft. Okay, so overview. Pick number nine in the NFL draft is Rashawn Slater, offensive tackle. Then in the second round, we grab our wide receiver help that we need, Terrace Marshall Jr. Then in our third round, we get one of the best safeties in the draft, Richie Grant. Then our next pick in the third round, we pick Pete Werner, linebacker. And then our final pick in the third round, we pick up Kellen Mond. Um, <coughs> I think I think it's a pretty good draft. Uh, what do each of you give this draft for a grade? I'd say Jake, start with you. I'd say um, probably a, a low A minus. Um, it's a good draft, but um, like I I had different opinions with some of the picks. Um, I'm sure some of you did. But um, I think it's a solid draft. Um, I would be de- definitely fine with that. Just Rashawn Slater. I like him. I'd be fine with it. But Devontae Smith and Micah Parsons were available. So, I mean, that's just me hey. personally. But Hey, Jake, you remember Chase Young? Yeah. Rashawn Slater okay. stuffed him. Did you? Yeah, did you watch that? You should go <laughs> back and watch that entire game with Chase Young versus him. Chase Young got bullied by Rashawn Slater that entire game. Still, it's that's not... Chase Young got bullied by him. It's still not going to change my mind. I mean, we, <laughs> look at our needs. Our, uh, why does you also is you have to you also have to go with you also have to go with value. Offensive tackle is super high. So at the the level of there's still going to um, be one available talent in the second round. Not at the talent level. Well, Rashawn Slater and Penny Sewell are super, super high. There's still there's going to be a higher possibility of getting a great wide receiver in the second round than there are of getting a great offensive tackle in the second round. Well, still, I, I, I'd rather take Devontae Smith and Liam Eichenberg. Okay, I disagree. I do too. <laughs> I think I think I think getting Rashawn Slater and Terrace Marshall is far more better than getting a. Devonte Smith and and Liam Eichenberg. By far, just go go and just watch some of the the analysis on Rashawn Slater. I think it might change your opinion a little bit. But anyway, Austin, let me switch over to you real quick. What is your what is your draft grade on this? I would give this, even though we took a QB, a very solid A. Yeah, I'm kind of on the same way. My my least favorite one is Pete Werner. Um, I'm I would hope that maybe we could grab somebody else at that pick, or maybe instead of sitting and waiting till you know th- our third round picks that we got from the Broncos, maybe using that third rounder to move up from our third round pick that we had to go get maybe like if Jabril Cox is there in like late round two, I'd be okay with us moving up to grab him. Um, but overall, I, I'd say A-. minus. I think it's a good draft. I think we would be um, great for our team moving forward, and we'd have good pieces to build around. So I think overall, pretty decent draft grade. 
However, most likely it's going to be nothing like what the Lions actually do because <laughs> it's all just up to like their opinion. Like it, it doesn't matter at all what we say because it's not going to at all be what's going to happen on next Thursday. So yep. it's always fun to do, but you always have to remember that, you know, they get paid lots of money to do this job and mm-hmm. we're just fans. So, <laughs> I mean, that's just kind of what it comes down to is that. It's fun to do, but we really know nothing. So it's going to be really interesting to see what they do. I'm sure, like we've said, um, we're going to do a podcast after the probably like first or second round, and then um, we'll discuss what they actually did, and we'll do a podcast then like the week after talking about the entire draft. But, I mean, that's at this point, we've done all the mock drafting we can. We've done all the, the film watching. Now it's just time to sit and wait for a week and, you know, see what they're, what's actually going to happen. So that is going to do it for us today here at the West Side Lions podcast. As always, make sure to go and follow our podcast if you have not done so already. Make sure to, you know, follow us, subscribe to us. Make sure that you're making sure that you leave a, 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 a review for us. We'd love to hear some feedback if you want to message into us. Leave, a, leave us a voicemail. We'll play it on our podcast. We can answer your questions for you. It is all on the anchor.fm site that we have. Um, so go and check it out. Leave us a voicemail, and we'll, we'll you know answer some questions as well. We know you guys have questions, so make sure to stop by there as well. But from all of us here at the West Side Lions podcast, go Lions!